Hello, everybody. My name is Josh Tyler. I'm the National College Advisory Program Director for Rush Soccer. And today we are chatting with Maddie Moon. She's the head women's soccer coach at the University of Missouri St. Louis. And we talked about her time in Australia and kangaroos, how well they don't kick the ball, her favorite ice cream, the worst email she's received, and all kinds of fun stuff. This episode is brought to you by the writer Nick hammock i'm telling you if you have neck pain this is for you you can find it exclusively on amazon that's rider neck hammock r-i-t-e double r neck hammock exclusively on amazon you're listening to cap chat the number one soccer recruitment podcast in the united states this is cap chat my name is Maddie Moon. I'm the head coach at the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Um, I just took over the job in February. And prior to that, I was with the University of Central Missouri for three years. Um, while we were there, we won a national championship and uh, a couple region championships. So that was obviously a lot of fun. Um, before that, I actually started my coaching career at Missouri Southern. Um, and that was great. Uh, learned a lot there, obviously learned a ton, um, from Louis Theobald at UCM and I played college soccer at the university of central Arkansas from, uh, through 2014. And then I went overseas to Australia and played there for a couple seasons. Nice. I didn't realize you played overseas. Was that, is that the, um, was it the W League? Is that what that is? Yes, that's the W League. So that was obviously a hell of an experience and a lot of fun. Yeah, that's re- that's really cool. So you went there right out of college. Yeah, um, I took a little time off. I was recovering from an injury, and then I went over there. So that was that was a good experience. I was there for the 2015 season. I, know, I hear it's a really good league in Australia. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was great. The competition was awesome and the girls were awesome it was just obviously wanted to keep playing post-college and got that opportunity and absolutely loved it and enjoyed it well and honestly if 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 the competition sucked it's australia so yeah so when australia are there a lot of kangaroos around honestly not like you would think i mean it's kind of like uh I don't know, being in Missouri, you see a deer every now and then, but it's not like every night you're seeing 50 deer. It's kind of like that. Like every now and again, you'll see a kangaroo, especially when you go out to the country, but I, you don't see them every day or anything crazy. Yeah. That's just my perception of, of, I just imagined someone playing soccer and, and the kangaroo gets <laughs> like, no you know, we, oh, we got we to stop the game again. The kangaroo's back. <laughs> no. In all honesty, one of our practice fields was kind of in the country, and we had one day we came in um, because they like big open green pastures. And one day I pull up, and there's like twelve kangaroos just chilling on the field. And one of the Aussies was like, started cussing and going a little crazy, like get those things off of here. They they see them as like rodents and pests there eating the grass, but it was pretty cool. Oh wow! And uh, so you know, Alaska has um giant moose and bear and so regularly they they're like if they have a tournament they'll stop like a moose just wanders onto the field and they have to stop the game that would be um, so crazy 
Yeah, yeah, and the and they're massive. Like I didn't realize how big mooses are, and they're massive. And so, um, I yeah, it's you can imagine the middle of this here because it's just massive moose, and because they'll they'll kill you, they'll trample you. Yeah, so. I'd be scared to death playing like, a soccer game. Be like, yeah. all right, guys, see y'all later. Yeah, I'd be constantly looking around, like, where's that yeah. moose? <laughs> in this world and uh the the biggest news we have is obviously the, the d2 has has opened up recruitment again so what is, what is that going to look like for you guys right well praise the lord because i think every coach is bored out of their mind by this point um but yeah so starting september 1st we are finally allowed to recruit again um d2 has actually been in not the worst situation because we have been able to work soccer camps throughout the summer which obviously isn't the same as going to a game, but a lot of clubs and yourself, like they, they've done ID camps. And if we're working them, we're able to go out and watch and whatnot. So that's been really good for us. But once September 1st rolls around, we will be free. We'll get to go to games again. Hopefully clubs stay open and uh, club soccer happens. And yeah, it's really exciting. Um, Unfortunately, we are still on a bit of a travel ban. Um, so what that means for us is we can still go anywhere we want. It's just more on our own dime. If I want to go to Indiana and watch a game, my travel cost won't be covered. But other than that, it's fair game again. So that'll be a lot of fun and <laughs> good to get off the computer screen and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Now, are you hearing the travel ban? Is, is is that a conference or is that a, is that a school by school? That is school by school. So okay. some schools won't be experiencing that. Um, so it just really depends on where your location is at, uh, the COVID cases and all that good stuff. Well, the, yeah, that's exciting. When's the last time you saw a live soccer game? Um, back in March. Um, wow. I mean, to be fair, I saw a little 11 v 11 during ID camps, but it's so different watching kids in camp because they don't have that chemistry that you have when you're playing with Correct. your own team. So it has been a hot minute since I've seen a real soccer game. You know, in the way 2020 is going, you're going to get to a game and there's going to be a kangaroo on the yeah, field. That, that sounds about right. <laughs> I, I wouldn't put it yeah. 2020 yeah. at this point. Yeah. yeah. Typical, yeah. typical kangaroo. Something crazy would happen. So, what's so what's your guys' fall looking like now? So, so Division Two has, for the most part, I think, except two conferences, has, has pushed their their fall season into the spring. So, what's what's your fall looking like? Um, our conference, the GLBC, has been moved to the spring season. Um, so, and there is no national tournament anymore this year. That was completely canceled. <laughs> um. So coming in, the way that UMSL is going to do it is we are able to start our practices on September 14th. Um, they Since we're after uh, September 1st, we're doing like a two-week quarantine and then we'll get going um, September 14th. And honestly, it's kind of like a reverse season uh, is a good way to think about it. And that's kind of what I'm telling my girls. So for now, um, we will start in just, um, we have a numbers limitation. So we'll do 12 in each group. So 12 players train for an hour and a half and then 12 players train for an hour and a half. 
Um, and then we'll do weights three times a week. And a lot of it is going to be um, non-contact and obviously wearing a mask, all that good stuff, trying to stay safe and social distance. Now training five days a week, um, then doing uh, weights three ta- days a week and trying to stay safe, keep the cases down, all that good stuff. Would there be any, so in, in your spring, you said reverse, you guys have, you guys have five play dates normally. Are, are any of these play dates, are you able to, to, to travel at all? Or is everything is going to be contained in like so, your own little umso bubble? <laughs> so unfortunately we will not be able to play at all this fall. Um, we can't have any outside competition. So it'll be a lot of, uh, technical work, uh, fitness always. Obviously this has drastically changed the, the, the recruitment landscape. What are you seeing or what's the best recommendation you have for players to, to, to get noticed right now? Honestly, game film. Um, what, cause even after September 1st, D1 is still going to be not able to go out and recruit and whatnot. So game film is huge. Um, and I think especially because we can't go see games right now, full game film where we're able to actually dissect the game and see you in a live uh, field and whatnot instead of just highlight films. Because, I mean, as you know, anybody can look really good for 30 seconds, but we want to see how you play, where what your spatial um, surroundings look like and how you are on the actual pitch, you know? uh what's the worst highlight video that you've seen (laughs) oh gosh I mean you as a coach you get a lot of ones (laughs) where like oh wow I mean I've gotten some that it's a two-minute clip and I swear the girl turns the ball over every time she touches it I've gotten some where they don't tell me what number they are so I'm just like watching a three-minute highlight film of god knows who and trying to figure out like what is she like is she that player what team is she on i would definitely writing in the email hey my number is this in the highlight film or circling yourself in the highlight film whatever the case might be just because we have no idea at that point in time and then if you're sending us a full game film definitely like say we're wearing black i'm playing um center mid i'm number six blah 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 tell us as much information as you can so that we know who we're watching yeah there, there has been the there's just the lack of quality game film or highlight videos have, has been <laughs> Dude. I, I i yeah i wish i saved some of the ones i used to get i used to i wish i kept a folder and so um yeah there's some who sent me one where it like separated like passing um winning balls in the air and then the last one was toughness and what was like four times getting nailed in the face with the ball (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) i i i saw one that that is a goalkeeper and showing that she can do goal kicks and she duffed the goal kick (laughs) in the middle and get scored on i'm like why like why would you put that like did you did anyone in their right mind proof this video to say, hey, you, you may not want to yeah, put that one of you in the ball? Or like the <laughs> yeah. people who like they you can obviously tell they did not mean to do that pass and they add that in. Yeah. Like you had no idea where that ball was going. You just lucked out. <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The kangaroo did a better job than you <laughs> kicking it. 
So as so right now, uh, I want to kind of talk about ACTs and, and, and SAT. Uh, you know, NCAA just announced that that they're waiving it, the requirement for fall to, uh, 2021. Now, school, can you still get money for taking the ACT or SAT? Okay, so I have to, like, warn every player. Yes, the NCAA may have waived it, but not every school has waived it to get into the school. I, like, it's still super, obviously super important to get a test if you can. I know everything's been getting canceled, but once you're able to, go take your ACT because along with being able to get into the school, there's also a huge thing about getting scholarships, like you said. I mean. Uh, every school has huge academic scholarships that are pretty much centralized around uh, the ACT and your GPA. So I would definitely recommend still taking your ACT just because the NCAA says that you don't need it. You might need it to get into the school that you want to go to. You know, your school waves it if UMSL says, hey, it's not required. Neck pain is a common problem with few solutions, but thanks to the writer Neck Hammock, that's about to change. The Neck Hammock brings the miracle of cervical traction to your home in the form of a simple, portable device you can use every day. They're still going to give you money for yeah, it, exactly. so you might as well take you it. Might as well. I mean, it's not going to hurt you. So you were in, you're part of a national championship team. Now, if I'm remembering correctly. And, and I correct me, you you guys won like what twenty six games in a row? We did yeah, that was uh, that was. Is that the right? Or is that the right yeah, number? That's the right number. Um, we were the first NCAA Man. team or NCAA D two team to go uh, undefeated throughout the season, and yeah, it was uh, one of the coolest things. Actually, the coolest thing I've ever been a part of. Um, just such a cool atmosphere and it was uh, the national championship was actually in Kansas city. So UCM is right is in Warrensburg, which is right on the outskirts of KC. So we had a huge fan base there and it was unreal. I mean, what separates those players that are, that are winning 26 games in a row? I mean, what's the difference there? So I talk about this a lot. What I what I feel separated that team from any other team I've ever been about is literally the fact that from one to thirty, every single player knew what the end game goal was. It wasn't um, selfish. So so many times players get off the field, they're pissed off because they didn't play good. They're pissed off because they didn't get the playing time they wanted. With that team, it was so special because it didn't matter if you played ninety minutes. Or if you were reserved and didn't play a minute, every single person knew, like, we were winning a national championship. That's our goal. That's what we want. And I don't care what my role is. I'm going to excel in my role. I'm going to do my job. And I'm going to work my butt off to to achieve that goal. Those players that, that, you, that have been recruited, what are they doing on their own? Or, like, to, to get to that level, even with that national championship, to win 26 games in a row in this sport is, is incredible. So the, I mean, these athletes, the, the girls had to be at such a high level. I mean, what was as, as an, as a soccer player, I mean, what were they doing like maybe on their own or what, I mean, what, what was the thing that separated that? Honestly, um, everybody came in fit. Everybody was 
everybody knew what the goal was in the summer. So everybody trained on their own. They were ready to go day one, game one, day one of preseason even. We were ready to go. Like everybody had that mindset. But the coolest thing I saw, so as the assistant coach, I was obviously in charge of like individual training and whatnot, is players wanted to get better constantly. So they were asking me like, hey, Maddie, can you stay after for – 30 minutes. Can we work on my one V one defending? Can we work on my long balls? Can we work on my touch stuff like that? Like everybody was constantly trying to get better. So I think that was kind of the mentality that uh, really separated it and really got us to where we were. I mean, by the end of the season, we were playing our best soccer of the year because we never let off the pedal. Lewis, the head coach, what after every game we'd be talking and he would just say we need to get better we would win a great game kill them whatever we need to get better so it was never a satisfied feeling until we reached that goal and the players knew that as well like and then you you mentioned fitness and this is where I think one of the biggest flaws for NCAA is it's the athletic dead period that you can't ask your player you can't say Maddie what are you doing to stay fit you can say, hey, how are you, Maddie? And so you have more days of non-athletic contact than you, you have with. And so you mentioned fitness. I mean, how, how important is, as, you know, as these high school players are, are getting ready, how important is fitness at this level? I mean, it's unbelievable. That's what separates you is who are you at your 90th minute? If you, if you go back and look at the national championship game, we were losing the game 1-0 with 36 seconds to go in the entire game and we scored a goal in the last 30 seconds to tie it up and then go into two overtimes and then penalty kicks had we not been a fit team there's no way that we we get that far I mean it's it's so substantial in in the NCAA in college soccer you have to be fit that's what's going to separate you because that's that is something that is absolutely in your control. So, I mean, cause, cause uh, you have subbing restrictions. I mean, in a, in a game, how many players are, are playing the full 90? But realistically, I'd say most coaches play between a total of 16 to 18 players max. Um, I mean, oftentimes you'll see your entire back line playing the full 90 minutes, uh, sometimes even forward. I mean, your keeper playing the full 90 minutes, you have six or seven players playing the full 90. I mean, it's not crazy to see somebody play a full 90 minutes. I mean, if you can't even play 45, you're struggling. Yeah. I mean, if, if you need a sub in the first 10 minutes of the game, you won't be a starter. I mean, there's nowhere in America where you'll be a starter because I can't sub you off, let you grab a drink, let you catch your breath for three minutes and put you right back right. on. I can't do that. Like that's, that's against the rules. So I, I kind of wish normal club play would, would have some, especially at the older, at the older levels. I, I wish they would do some subbing restrictions because, you know, it, it's when you're, when you're playing in a club or even high school, you have unlimited subs. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You come you come off and I just need a quick drink. I need a five minute break. Great. You don't get that in college. No, I, I've never like I've coached club before. And I remember literally pulling some of our really good players out. Be like, hey, grab a quick drink. Tell me when you're ready. And I'd sub them right back in and let them get right. refreshed for a second. That's not a thing in college soccer. So if you can give advice. So so we're that has played played pro uh, played at, at, at a, at a 
the, one of the highest levels you can and then won 26 games in a row in a national championship. What, what, what did you do and what are you doing on your own to, to, to prepare to play at that level? Um, honestly, I think putting in the work, like be, you've got to be self-motivated. So putting in the work on your own and knowing what you're working for. Um, that's what I did. Like I, I was never a technical player. I sure that was very bad part of my game. Be more technical guys. Oh, trust me. But (laughs) I always knew one thing I could control was like the work that I put in. So, I mean, I was going out every day. I was trying to get touches on the ball. I was constant. I was always one of the most fit on my team because that was something that I knew I could uh, excel in. But in trying to find a way to play, um, I mean, you it's really hard to compare soccer fitness to regular fitness. So getting out on a field and playing soccer and touching a ball and playing in an intense way is one of the best ways to train to stay fit. But yeah, I think more than anything, it's being self-motivated and truly setting goals for yourself. And once you achieve that goal, setting a new goal and constantly trying to get better and constantly trying to push yourself because like I never, as a player, I never wanted to come in um, to preseason and be that person who let the team down. I wanted, uh, I knew that the girl next to me was putting in the work. So I was going to put in the work. I wanted to make sure that I was as prepared and ready as anyone else. And knew that the work that I would put in during the summer or off season and stuff like that would come around and come full circle and help me out and help me get through the season. Well, and like you you said, the, the best way to get game shape is to play in games. And so if you come in unfit in college, the chance of you getting ready to play is, is, is slim to none. Exactly. I mean, to be fair, throughout my entire college career, I played WPSL, uh, which is a summer league. And I can't recommend that enough. I mean, getting to play live soccer throughout the summer, um, somehow in some way, whether it's through the WPSL, through your old club, through anything, I that's a great way to stay fit and stay ga- in game shape. Yeah. So with everything happening, you know, with with shutdowns, things like that, how how is the recruitment? How's the recruitment landscape? changed you know even though even though there's not games and if, if they're past june 15th there's no reason they should you guys shouldn't have some kind of dialogue happening anyways oh, maybe it's sure. just about the, the the weather but so if you're getting less emails now's a great time for kids to continue to email to maybe stand out more 100 percent. reach out to us i mean uh i mean right now we're about to get going again obviously with recruiting so reach out like introduce yourself Tell us who you are and we're going to want to come see you because, I mean, I think every college coach can pretty much agree. If you send me an email, I might not always respond. To be honest, I probably won't respond, but I will read it. And if you say, hey, I play for so-and-so, we play at this time, come see me. I'm going to write you down and I'm going to come see and try to watch some of your game. Whereas if you don't send me anything, I'm if I, maybe I see you play, maybe I don't, but I make it a habit to go see somebody that reaches out to me. Do you honestly like write it down and put it in paper? Like, do you just have like post-it notes everywhere? 
Yeah, no, I don't have 30 million posts. No, it's like your house. Not that great. You've tried to, to, to make them more digital. And, but you're right. Like I went to one showcase and it was, everything was digital. I'm like, well, I want my paper. Like I, I do like my paper when I'm recruiting. Yeah. Um, it's just different. I don't know why. I just, I need the paper whenever I'm actually recruiting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the worst if, if a parent comes up and gives you like a really cool brochure, but it's all glossy and you, you can't, can't write, write on it. it. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. Like, you're like, I'm it, it, just here, take it back. I'm just going to throw it away. Like now I have to, now I have to now have the separate piece of paper. So now I have to hold, I have to hold your glossy brochure that I can't write on and I have to hold another one. And now I got to balance this and then I got to have my drink and then I spill my drink. And now I'm like, you know what? I'm not recruiting the stupid team. Yeah. I think it's so helpful for, for players to give in emails and you know, as much information as you, as you can. Sure. Um, and honestly, not a lot of players have your cell phone number. But if they do, they and if they know that I'm recruiting them, I love to get a text like, hey, I'm at field three at 215. I love mm-hmm. that because then I can just go back through, scroll through my text. Like I that's the easiest way for me. Well, and that's a, that's a, a I hate to say a loophole, but in the contact rules, you know, you, you know, players, you can't you can't talk to players on game day. Um, so if you're in a tournament, they can't you can't talk to them to the end of the end of the showcase but you can text them right. which is 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 weird so i could be looking right at you across the field and texting but i can't walk up and talk to you yeah um <laughs> so i always tell players on your profile make sure you put your cell phone we, we don't don't we don't want to call it into some home home phone number because those still exist <laughs> yeah please don't put your home phone number <laughs> yeah yeah what's the worst email that you've that you've gotten or worst email address that you've seen <laughs> Oh, there's, there's some bad ones. Oh my God. There's some bad ones. Uh, you always get those ones where it's like girls haven't changed their email since the time they were eight. So it's like soccer, soccer freak, one, two, three, stuff like that. Oh my God. God. Um, Cutie pie cheerleader 11. (laughs) Or like you'll get ones that is like, I'm, they, they are trying to get recruited at my school, but then it's, I don't know, Mizzou fan six seven two. I'm like, oh, so you want to come to Umsel? Like what? Or <laughs> it's like obviously their parents' email, like their name is Natalie something, and it's from Jeff. I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's that's always those are always the fun ones. Or just when a parent emails me in general, I'm like, are you serious? You're seriously emailing me right now? Don't let your parents email. You, you know, that's the number one. It's the number one thing I say. People always say, what's the first step in recruitment? And, and it's get your own email address. It, it's it's so simple. And they always say, well, do I really need it? I mean, no. Do you really want to play? Um, you know, it's so simple to get it on. I mean, they're free. And, and yeah, you're right. And you get the ones from a parent like John at Boeing.com. Like, it doesn't seem like a. And I would I would never even email them. If, if, if that's in their team brochure, I'm not even going to reach out to that player because yeah. I don't want to talk to John. Like, I just skip right past it. It's it's so confusing. I'm like, dude, just get your own email. Have a yeah. somewhat professional email, and it's it's simple enough. And also, uh, I think it's hilarious. I, I think every coach has probably experienced this. Whenever some like a player will email you, and they're obviously either sending a blanket email like, "Hey, coach, this is blah blah blah," um, or it's, uh, "Hey, I'm super interested," and then they list the wrong school. Like, oh, sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see you have a really good accounting 
program. We don't even have accounting as a major. Yeah. 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 No, that's I'm like, it's, it's, it sucks because I get it. Simple mistakes happen, but I can't stress it enough. I mean, just be diligent about making sure that you have good grammar. You're saying the right school, you're saying the right coach's name. And it's not just like a blanket email that you've copied and pasted to every coach in America. Well, I'm, I'm going to end on what I always like to do. They're fun. It's, it's, it's rapid fire questions. Oh, just random questions that have nothing really to do with soccer, but um, just, just funny answers sometimes. So um, we're, we're going to end on rapid fire. All right. Let's so he, here we go. Uh, favorite cereal? Uh, uh, Honeyos. Is cereal a soup? No. Why not? Because it's crunchy. You can't have something crunchy and call it a soup. A soup is runny and watery. <laughs> uh, toilet paper over or under? Oh, over. It has to be over. Over. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Divorced over that a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> you may have bigger issues if that's what you. Have. <laughs> uh, Gatorade or Powerade? Gatorade. Nike or Adidas? Nike. Cake or ice cream? Ice cream. I eat ice cream like every night. I have no idea how I'm not. 200 and something pounds is your ice cream eating a new thing because you're expecting or has it always been like that uh it's always been pretty bad but since i've gotten pregnant it is it is out of control like i (laughs) it is so out of control it's bad like uh what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word fidget uh somebody like moving their leg up and down you know like when they're nervous or like if you those little things if you have one superpower what would it be speed i want to be a flash that's like my goal in life what's something that's that what's the stupidest thing that you see you see people do uh like the tiktok dances um yeah we're going to chipotle last night and there's just girls literally outside their car doing tiktoks and i'm like i i think i officially hit the age where i don't understand all right last one if you were a bagel what type of bagel would you be they're just bagel at Panera. It's a cinnamon crunch. Holy yes. God. Oh, my God. It's a yes. Good. Yes. I, so you're going to take your cinnamon crunch with ice cream and you're in, you're in heaven. Oh. All right. Well, think that, that's the random questions. Yeah, thanks for thanks for taking the time. This is uh, We've been chatting with, with Maddie Moon. She's the head women's soccer coach at the University of Missouri, St. Louis, the Division Two. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you. I appreciate the time. Thanks for listening to CapChat, the number one soccer recruitment podcast in the United States. Be sure to check back every two weeks for new episodes of CapChat exclusively on the Rush Podcast Network. My name is Josh.